Did you know nearly 9 out of 10 businesses nationwide say they more heavily relied on digital tools this year than before? When you think about it, it makes sense. New challenges called for better tech solutions, and Paycom is one of those tools. With Paycom, employees can enter and manage their own HR data in one easy-to-use software. No matter where they are, the mobile app gives them 24-7 access. How prepared is your company for the next new challenge? You should check out Paycom.com. Being there for our military heroes, even after they've left active duty, is a mission Ford Motor Company takes to heart. That's why Ford is a proud supporter of iHeartRadio's Vets You Should Know podcast. I was taught this is normal. This is what happens. And I'm sorry this happened to you, but expect it from now on. And so I said, you know what? Somebody has to do better. Some They deserve better. So I decided if nobody's going to do it, then I guess I have to. Check out iHeartRadio's Vet You Should Know podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Then tell Ford about a service member you're proud of using the hashtag proud to honor and Ford will give a hundred bucks on your behalf to military charities up to three and a half million dollars. Welcome to Cody cast. This is Cody Allen's podcast. 2020. We are here with the Cody cast. It's our podcast. Not only the big stars stopping in all the time, but also introducing you to some of the new names on the scene. We'd love to help you discover the new artists who are making music. And I'm joined by, Lauren Snap, right over here. Thank you, Lauren, for being here. And producer Kurt, who are you? No applause for producer Kurt. That's not nice. (laughs) Give him a little bit. Yeah, there you go. Give him some love. Typical. Uh, So Adam Doliak is our first guest. Couple songs out already you can hear. Neon Fools and Famous. We're going to talk about Famous, the song, what it means, some of his famous connections. And also, Lauren, we have a shirtless caller, right? Is it? That's the naked truth, Cody. All right, let's get started. Adam Doliak. And where are you from originally? Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Okay. You ever heard of it? I have heard of it. Um, it's normally, so people go through, it's the you through point to New Orleans. Okay. And also to like Orange Beach, Gulf Shores, all those beaches. Oh, Most people yeah. drive right through Hattiesburg. Okay. Without really even knowing it. And then other than that, it's Brett Favre uh, is from there. Okay. He's a buddy of mine. And Craig Wiseman, big songwriter here, is from there as well. No kidding. Do you have to um, take a side road to get to Hattiesburg, or is it right off the highway? It's right off the highway. Off the highway. It's, and it's parallel to it. It's a, it's a road called Hardy Street, and mm-hmm. it just goes literally the length of the town, and that's Hattiesburg. So when did you but move to Nashville? Seven years ago, almost to the day. Uh, I guess seven years and a month or so now. Okay. Um, 2012, I moved up here. Um, and was it to pursue music? Yes, it was. It was pretty randomly. I, I've I've had quite the the journey to get into music. Um, I grew up playing music. My I, my dad played drums. My older brother played drums. I've played drums since I was two, but I didn't ever know I wanted to do music. I, I had a full ride for golf in high school, my junior year. Thought I accepted that. Thought that's what yeah. I was going to do. Hadn't played baseball since I was twelve, and my friends talked me into playing baseball the day of the first game, uh-huh. my senior year of high school. Uh, Went out and hit a bucket of balls, filled a bucket of balls, started in the game that night. I was at a small school, so you can kind of do that. Right. Had a good year, and then got offered a baseball scholarship after that year. Wow. Uh, so I called the golf coach back and said, never mind, I'm going to go play baseball. My gut feels like I should go do this. I had no idea it was going to happen. Mm. Um, did that, played in the College World Series three years later. Wow. Um, and then I wrote the song and, and performed for the College World Series this last year, like 10 years after I'd played in it, which, which was really cool. It's called Key to the City. Okay. Um, it's their 
theme song or kind of what they use to go in and out of commercial breaks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's going to be for the next five or ten years, wow. which is really cool. And That's awesome. But, yeah, so then I kind of started thinking I was going to do baseball. Uh, got offers. You know, I didn't get drafted, but I got invited to come try out for pro teams and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then by that time, I'd started kind of noodling around on guitar and singing a little bit and decided to move to Nashville where I knew no one and had no idea what I was going to do. And here we are seven years later. What position did you play in baseball? First base. What's the most difficult thing about playing first base? Well, there's not that much, really. The first baseness of it is not difficult. The only pressure on you is that you're, if you're playing first base, you're supposed to hit lots of doubles and home runs and have lots of RBIs. That's like you're on the field just so you can hit, basically. Oh, come on. I feel like first base is actually a very tough position because it you're, can be. you're always getting thrown the ball. And, man, when you miss the ball in first base, it's a big deal. If you miss the ball, you're kind of expected to scoop yeah. all the picks and everything. Yeah. And when you don't, everyone's like, yeah, you probably should have caught that. It's kind of a lose-lose situation. Did you ever have a, a moment where it's like, crap i we've lost the whole game because of me yeah i did i i missed a pop fly i mean like routine like it was oh, it was no. on, like first base it was foul luckily but it was with two outs i daytime remember daytime game daytime game uh-huh. it was fine I and mean, i was just you know thought i had it and sure enough it landed right behind me and it, uh, you know there's five thousand people there and right. it was a home game Man. and and you, i'm not gonna lie to you for the next year or so yeah. when pop flies happened i was very very focused i was like all right we're not gonna let this happen again <laughs> did you catch a lot of flack for that i mean what happens in the locker room after a game like that do you do the other players are they like dude it's everybody knows me and i'm very i'm my biggest critic hard on myself and yeah. so they didn't really have to say much they knew i was feeling pretty bad <laughs> but i i mean i had the pitchers the next day like on the field hitting me pop flies on the field yeah. so i could Whatever practice. it took to get better at. Right. right. That's a good life lesson, though. Like, yeah. You know, you yeah. get knocked down, something's not quite right, you fix it. Mm-hmm. You get it, get it right. Quickly. Uh, has that been helpful, sort of that sports mentality, because either golf or baseball in the music business? Yes. I think, and I think that's why you see so many baseball players turned musicians. Uh, I say we should start a softball team in Nashville. There's a bunch of us, I feel like. But <laughs> um, it's, it's a lot of the same thing. You're playing, you know, walking into the College World Series was... 30,000 people screaming at you and that's yeah. one of those rushes that you kind of never forget still chasing that and loving that with a guitar instead <laughs> of a bat now you know and you're always you know performing in front of a crowd and you're doing interviews after games and you're, you're dealing with people and your time management and your work ethic has to be there yeah. a lot of the same stuff that I attribute a lot of my success in music to having that kind of in me already when I moved here you know right. how'd you get your deal well, it took a little while. Uh, it took it took about seven years. They say it's a ten year town. It took me seven, and, and uh, it was. I describe it as you know, you get told no a lot in Nashville as an artist, and really anything you do in Nashville. And mine just came with a lot of little yeses attached to the nos. I remember the first time, two years after I moved here, I was playing for a record label, and got passed on by the label. But there was mm-hmm. a publisher named Troy Tomlinson at the show, at Sony ATV, and he loved it and signed me to a publishing deal. Mm. And so that was my first deal I'd ever signed. A um, couple years later... And in case people don't know, a publishing deal, that really means you're a songwriter. A songwriter, yeah. yeah. But more importantly, see, I've been playing 200 shows a year on the road to pay the bills. So having a deal in town, they give you a draw and pay that you're able to stay in town and really work on your songwriting as opposed to having to leave and play shows. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was so important to me. Did you um, miss playing the shows, though, when you were just like a songwriter? Uh, no. I, I've, I've always... <laughs> 
I, and I still play a lot of shows. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I've I've always been. But two hundred shows a year is a lot. It's a lot. You're yeah, kind of not. You I, I lived here, but I didn't a little bit. Yeah. Um. But you know, I've I've had some success through uh, independently through uh, SiriusXM. I was a highway find there, and oh, cool. um, that was in 2017 when that happened. And a song called Whiskey's Fine came out and did really good for me. And and I got offered some deals after that song. Ended nice. up turning them down. They were they were deals, but they weren't the deal I wanted. You know. And, really? Yeah. A lot of guys wouldn't do that. They would just kind of take whatever right. comes. And it wasn't easy. You know, you want the deal so bad. Yeah. But it, it was it was kind of get to you in a year uh, kind of situations. And I wanted somebody to be excited and, and roll right with it. And so... How many songs did you stockpile by that moment? Like the, the beginning of sort of when the deal started trickling in? Oh, man. Four or five hundred, probably. Right. Yeah. So where did Famous land in that pile? Was that like one near the top? Like you knew that one day I'm going to get to tell people about this song and I'm going to get to sing it for folks? It was uh, pretty recently after I wrote it. So it wasn't something that I've been sitting on for a year or two. It was a newer song and what I do basically and, and it's just listen. I, I play, I listen in my car, I listen all the time and I tr almost try to make myself tired of the songs and I just could not stop listening to Famous. It just was so easy to listen to and got stuck in my head and just decided to put it out and luckily I think everybody else felt the same way about it so that's yeah, a great song oh, thank you you made a and by the way let's before we get to the video which the video we gotta spend some time on but um the song itself just give people the basic theme of it what's it about so the idea uh comes from my girlfriend actually she's she's very kind of a tomboy wears a lot of workout clothes and doesn't get really dressed up a lot um and this weekend or the, the weekend I'm talking about, my little brother was in town, and we were taking him out for birthday dinner. And I think it was a nicer restaurant, and so she had gotten dressed up and had this kind of big puffy coat on, and my brother had never seen her dressed up before. And so she, he turns around, and she's walking down the steps, and he goes, dang, you look famous tonight, girl. <laughs> and uh, so he said that, and I'm always listening for song titles right. at all times. Yeah. And so I loved the idea of making somebody that wasn't per se famous feel like they were for three minutes. And so I wrote that idea down and just kind of wrote it about... Uh, seeing somebody out wherever you are for the first time and being like, I gotta know you from so you you, you must be famous. Look at you. you know? That's awesome. Yeah. What a fun idea. Um, and her name is McKinnon, right? Mm -hmm. McKinnon. I, I've been doing some research. Oh, thank here. you. <laughs> She'll appreciate that. <laughs> Scouring the Instagram for whatever information I can find. Was she impressed the first time you heard she heard the song? Because obviously, yes. being about her. Yes, she's always loved it, and I don't think she even knew it was about her at that point. So mm. that was an honest impressed, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, and in the video, you've hired some help here. Uh, you enlisted bachelor the bachelor couple. Uh, Colton Underwood mm -hmm. and uh, is it Cassie? Yeah, Cassie, Sassy Cassie, Sassy Cassie. Uh, in the in the video, and so have you been friends with him for a long, a long time? Or no, I, I did not know them at all actually before this happened. Um, when I released Famous, they posted a video on Instagram. Just on, they were on their way to Aspen on a road trip, and they were they had their phone up, and they go, "We don't know the words yet, but we love this song," <laughs> and it was Famous, and first time they had heard it, and. All of I got my phone just blew up, and all these people were telling me, "You're not going to believe who posted about your song. You're not right. going to believe this." Right. And so I went and looked, and I'm like, "Oh, that's great. Who is this again?" <laughs> I, I didn't know who they were. Yeah. I, I, I'm not, I don't really watch The Bachelor or anything. Um, it's okay. You can admit it, Adam, if you do. I, mean, I would. I absolutely uh, would. There's, Listen, no, there's no harm in it. I will admit to loving romantic comedies and all <laughs> kinds of things, but I actually just had never watched The Bachelor. Okay. we got to get you into it. I, I'll get into it. It's a guilty pleasure. The, the being gone all the time does not help, it for sure. Nice. It's just um, Monday nights, though. Like Most musicians that would are be a good Monday night. nights. That would be a good night. I'm taking away the excuses for you. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds like I'm watching The Bachelor from here on out. <laughs> 
Um, but anyway, so I reached out and I was yeah. like, you know, I was, I was an independent artist at that time, and, and anybody with two million followers that post about your song is like, right. thank you so much, Seriously. you know. Um, and so we we just kept in touch, and when it came time to do the video. I reached out. I was like, y'all were the first famous people to post about famous. Would y'all want to do this? Kind of long-shotting it. Yeah. And you would have thought I was letting them be in a video. I mean, they were so excited. They they were like, absolutely, we want to be there. They flew out to That's Nashville. So cool. We shot it. They've yeah. done press days with us. They're just great people. They've been, they they've been amazing. awesome. I yeah. uh, have fallen in love with both of them uh, over the past uh, whatever year or so that they've been in the spotlight. Yeah. And um, I don't have a lot of famous people in my phone, but I think, should we call Colton right now? Absolutely. Let's call just him. see if he... I'm going to see him actually later on this evening or tomorrow. I'll be out in LA. Is he? Oh, he's in LA right now. Yeah, he's in LA. He's probably doing like a shirtless photo shoot right now. So I don't know if he'll actually be around. (laughs) Let's just see if he answers. Man, I hope he answers. If not, we're going to leave a message. The drama. Cody, what's up? <laughs> it's Colton. How you doing? Uh, what up? Hey, man. I was just happy to be talking to a friend of yours. Adam Doliak is here. Uh, oh. Yeah, and we're, we're like, we should see if Colton is um, maybe doing a shirtless photo shoot right now, or if he's <laughs> like, if he's not busy on Instagram posting something that maybe he has time for us to say hi. Oh, you know what? It's so funny you say that because I'm shirtless right now and I'm at a photo shoot. <laughs> I figured you were. I mean, that's what you, you do. You, you think you think I'm kidding? But. <laughs> no, seriously, we just want to say hi. How's your day going? It's good, man. How, what are you guys up to? Well, Adam's introducing himself to Nashville and bringing this brand new song to us, and of course the video too to CMT. So he just happened to be stopping in. I'm like, we should just see if Colton's around. Oh, is it is it a song or a video that I've heard of? <laughs> uh, you, well, you may have, um, and you may have had like a starring role in the video too. I don't know. He wore a shirt in it though. Oh, okay, okay. okay. It, well, tell me if it's good. All right. <laughs> all right. Hey, listen, tell Cassie hi for us. I just want to say hi. Thank you for the time. Hey, we we will. Thank you guys. See ya. All right. See you later. Bye. Right, he did. He actually answered. <laughs> he like did. I didn't expect that. I he's thought. A, he, I mean, it's just a really nice dude. I mean, I mean he really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I met him uh, at ACMs. He, they came through and did mm-hmm. ACMs. I guess it was last year. I suppose. Um, and uh, super cool, super cool guy. Um, back to you for a second. I I heard you're really good at carpentry. Is uh, that? That's. It's not carpentry. Okay. Electrical work is what. It's electrical work. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But did you do carpentry as a kid, or you electrical work as a no, kid? No, it's always been. I mean, they kind of go hand in hand. All right. Who but did this prep? whoever did that. Uh, this prep up. So Sorry. you're fired, and uh, uh, that person's done here. Whoever they are. No, my uh, my my grandfather, my dad's my dad's dad started an electrical company in 1947. Uh-huh. My dad took that over, and that's kind of what I was expected to do when I finished. Uh, with college and everything is not moved to Nashville and come work in Hattiesburg. I mean, my whole family's there. My dad has five brothers, Larry, Barry, Perry, Ronnie, and Donnie. They all rhyme. <laughs> very, very Mississippi. Uh, but I, you know, I moved away. And, and But every summer and winter and any break I had from school, I was always working oh. at the uh, electrical company. So I've, I've learned enough to make the future wife happy, I like to say. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Uh, touring with uh, Mitchell Tenpenny and Ryan Hur in uh, 2021 to mention that. Uh, and is that already happening now or is that coming up? It, end of January, we'll start Starts. up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and you and Mitchell been friends for a while too. Yeah, one of the first people I met in Nashville, Mitchell Tenpenny. Really? Mm-hmm. Let's see if he's around right now. <laughs> Just kidding. We won't call him. Um, <laughs> I was reading this, and this is kind of an interesting survey, especially this time of year. New Year's resolutions are going on, and twenty five percent of people said they'd, they'd like to, they would rather spend a week in prison to get 
you know, the body they want instantly rather than actually have to go through all the motions of getting that body. So would you spend, a, I mean, you're in good shape now, but can you see the logic of spending a week in prison just to instantly get, reach your fitness goals? Would you do it? Man, that really depends on your situation in prison, doesn't it? <laughs> See, am I, I like am I in maximum? Am I, am I in the public yard? Am I where? Where am I staying? Well, why in the, all the prison movies are they like working out and they're eating right? It does seem right. I've always it, said if I was homeless, I would commit a crime and go to jail. <laughs> Three meals and a bed, you're good to go. Uh, are you doing Dry January by the way? So no alcohol? Do you drink at all? Uh, I do. I, okay. I'm a whiskey guy. All right. um, I like to sip on whiskeys. Rarely do I get drunk drink but i like to sip on whiskeys uh, i'm not doing dry january no okay i am i'm doing uh Let's not get crazy i'm, I'm not doing dry well you know what what industry i'm in right it's almost <laughs> impossible um That's true so I, i'm doing uh keto right now oh really mm -hmm. is it working works really well i did it last year about a year and a half mm -hmm. ago i guess and lost 40 pounds um so it it's it's the only one i can do being on the road all the time it's the only one because most of them you need to be home meal prepping right. and do keto. You can do wherever you are. You, there's an option, yeah. you know. Do you uh, have a New Year's resolution? Something you want to get done? I mean, obviously you have big goals this year. Lots of goals. Um, I haven't really set many resolutions uh, other than just your typical "be better," you know. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things uh, in my life that you know, just relationship I'm in, and you know, trying to trying to better myself and trying to better that, and then also. You know, goals of number one song on the hopefully my first number one song on the radio yeah, would be right pretty on. cool. Yeah, and you hope that's famous. Yeah, but if it's not famous, maybe Neon Fools might be. I mean, that's yeah, also I love that one too. I love that. Man. That's the last one we put out. If people haven't heard your music yet, just give them a quick synopsis. How do you describe it? Because it's a little bit different. It's a very song. You know songwriter friendly sort of you have to really get into the lyrics mm -hmm, i think mm -hmm. and it's a little bit softer i would say yep tell, tell me how you would describe it though because i bet you have some kicking stuff too i do i do i just like man i'm from mississippi and i have that the soul thing i, I kind of call it we call it soul country sometimes you know i love I, everything i sing has soul in it i don't know how to sound like anybody else um I, and oftentimes i'll call it like john mayer country you know I, he's he's a big influence of mine um, which, I think, ain't, which ain't bad at all. No, I, I think mean, country would could use a John Mayer. You know, I think so too. I, I like that. So, and I love John Mayer. Uh, great stuff. Um, and he's even dabbled a little bit in the country world himself. Some so. of his stuff is more country than country. Yeah. Since the song's called Famous, and your name is Adam, I have a little game to wrap things up here. Okay. Um, these are famous Adams. Oh no. Okay. I'm so gonna be terrible with at this. Uh, the comedian and former SNL cast member who went on to be a big movie star. Adam Sandler? Yes. Okay. Known best for his role as Batman in the 60s. Uh, Way beyond before uh, the time. Adam West. Adam West. Okay. Adam West. Uh, lead singer for the uh, band Maroon 5. Adam Levine. American Idol finalist who's now touring with uh, as lead singer of Queen. He's yes. incredible. Adam Lambert. Yes. Yeah, Adam Lambert. Former <laughs> Marine who rose to fame playing Kylo Ren in Star Wars. Adam Johnson. Adam Driver. Oh, that was Driver? That was one of the ones I thought I would know. I just guessed on Adam Johnson. That's a made-up person, 100%. Um, how about this one? I, I think you know this one. Mississippi native whose breakout song, Famous, is out right now. Adam Doliak. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, Adam. Great to meet you. Uh, exciting, and good luck this year. Sounds like some big things are happening for you. We're so happy to have you at CMT. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This has been Cody Cast. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Cody is heard on hundreds of radio stations across America and seen on CMT Hot 20 Countdown every weekend. For more, go to cmtcody.com. Ever wondered why there are two ways to spell donuts? Or why some people think you can find water underground just by wandering around with a stick? 
Believe it or not, this is stuff you should know. You know the podcast with over a billion listens. It's now for your eyes, so you can read it. Stuff You Should Know, an incomplete compendium of mostly interesting things, covers everything from the origin of the Murphy bed to why people get lost. Pre-order at StuffYouShouldKnow.com or wherever books are sold. Hey guys, it's Jake Brennan, host of Disgraceland. I want to tell you about a new podcast that I think you're going to love. It's called About a Girl. It tells the stories of the women behind the musical legends, the ones who inspired, supported, and challenged them on their way to greatness. Each episode, host Eleanor Wells will give voice to one of these influential women who helped chart the course of musical history. About a Girl comes to you from Double Elvis in partnership with iHeartRadio and is executive produced by me, Jake Brennan. Listen to About a Girl on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.